Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today is an earnings special. We're going to cover everything you need to know when you're looking to place an earnings trade in the upcoming earnings cycle. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we give you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance by Redwood Media Group, founder and head trader of 10MinuteStockTrader.com, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, 10-Minute Traders, and welcome back to the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Hey, do me a favor real quick. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications so you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. Now, today is a special episode. We are doing our first ever earnings special. We're going to cover earnings inside and out, so you'll know exactly everything you need to know whenever you're looking to place those earnings trades in the uh, upcoming earnings cycle. So let's get right into it. First thing we need to talk about is implied volatility. Implied volatility, think of it in a very simple terms as of this is the price of the options. Are the prices expensive or are the prices cheap? Now implied volatility actually means what is the expected move, what is the expected range of a stock? And in the Tastyworks platform, which is a platform I use and I recommend, and if you are looking for your own platform, make sure you use the code 10MINUTE, that's 10MINUTE, whenever you look to set up your own account at Tastyworks. And I'll send you over $150 in free 10-minute trader exclusive bonuses just for signing up for a new account at Tastyworks. It doesn't get easier than that. So where I wanted to go with that is inside of Tastyworks, it will show you the implied volatility rank. Now, implied volatility is how expensive options out, how expensive options are, and it gives you an idea of what the range is going to be. Is it going to be a range of maybe two, three, five, twelve, fifteen, twenty-seven percent over the next uh, however long it takes for that option contract to expire? Now, implied volatility rank takes that one step further. Let's say that a normal implied volatility for a particular instrument is. Uh, 10. It has a 10% move over any option contract period. Uh, but let's say that all of a sudden that's now at 20. So it's basically twice as expensive as it is normally. So maybe the implied volatility rank would show a 75 rank because it's at 75 percentile of where it's been the highest over last year. And maybe it's not at the highest it's been. Maybe it's gone as high as 25%, but currently it's at 20. And the same is true going the other way. Maybe if the median uh, implied volatility is 10 and the current implied volatility is 5, maybe that shows an implied volatility rank of 0 because it doesn't go below 5 over any course of the year. So now there's really low prices for that. 
So whenever you're looking to trade options for earnings or pretty much any instance, you wanna to try to find the ones that are most expensive. I've said it before and it's a really easy way to remember. You want to sell something when it's priced like a Mercedes and buy it back when it's priced like a Hyundai. We're still talking about the same instrument here, same option contract, but there will be times when it's priced like a Mercedes and uh, times when it's priced like a Hyundai. So you just gotta determine the right time if you're gonna sell it or if you're gonna buy it. So let's go into the Tastyworks platform and one of the cool things that they have just right away is they actually have a upcoming earnings uh, watch list, which makes life a lot easier, right? You don't have to go sorting through pages and pages on the internet trying to find out when an earnings date's gonna be. It actually pulls it out right there in front of you. And what's key on this is that it has the implied volatility rank and it also shows you the number of days until, until uh, the earnings event, not expiration. Now the number of days is really key. If you're going to trade earnings, the traditional way to do so is to trade it on the cycle where the option expires with earnings. So if earnings happen on Wednesday, you want the option contract to expire on that Friday. Reason is, A, you're getting the, the move that you want as fast as possible. B, you're gonna have a lot of liquidity because everybody who's going to trade earnings is going to go for that cycle as well. So that's the place you wanna be if you're looking to trade earnings. Now, if you wanna back off the risk a little bit, have a little flexibility in case something goes wrong, uh, maybe going out to the next month, like if it happens on, just for example, uh, May 3rd, maybe you go to the May option contract, which is a couple weeks after that, uh, and that'll give you some time in case things don't work out right away. Now that's the other thing we need to talk about with earnings is that these are make or break trades. These are kind of essentially as close to gambling as you can be in my opinion. Because even with these option prices priced nearly perfectly as they say, uh, there's always an outsized chance that things move faster than you expect. I mean, I have been in lots of trades where the implied volatility said one thing and the actual move said something very different. Uh, it may have been a very small move or it may have been a move two or three times as big as I wanted. And yeah, it can it can get kind of hairy with uh, earnings trades. So that's what you need to watch out for is that you're gonna be taking a lot more risk than you would if you would be doing this on a normal options expiration cycle. So with that being said, let's go into the platform here and let's sort by implied volatility rank and right away, we have some great candidates. We're looking at Chipotle, that's CMG. We're looking at IBM and uh, maybe even Starbucks. But what I see right away is Chipotle has a implied volatility rank of 70.8%. That means its options are priced higher than they are 70% of the time. That's a great time if you're looking to sell something, priced like a Mercedes, if you remember. But I... I'm not gonna look at trading Chipotle because it's uh, it's a $700 stock. And a $700 stock can move 70 points in a day and up or down or both and not even think about it. Now you look at IBM, that's a $143 stock. A 70 point move in that one would be half the stock price. So it's probably not gonna move all that much, but it still has a high implied volatility rank of 62.3% and this bad boy expires in five days. Well, I should say it not expires. This has earnings in the next five days, which that's the kind of candidate you wanna look for. Now, traditionally, you wanna wait actually until 
the market uh, close before earnings. So if it closes on, uh, let's say Wednesday and earnings are first thing Thursday morning, that's the time you get in is market close on Wednesday. If it has earnings Wednesday afternoon after the market closes, you wanna get in Wednesday afternoon. So you wanna get in right before earnings. Uh, the reason being is that let's say currently IBM is at 143.02. Um, things may change, right? Things may change the next five days. And maybe by the time earnings actually come around, it's up to 150. And then your 143 tray that you had set up to be around 143 has now already run into some issues because it's up to 150 in the run up to earnings. So that's why you want to take advantage of that right before the uh, the earnings announcement is because things are fluid, right? Stock prices do change over five days and you want to be able to nail the trade as close to real time as possible right before that earnings announcement. All right. So let's go look at the options chain here real quick. Okay. Looking on the left hand side of the screen, we see April 12th, April 18th, April 26th, May 3rd. Now on Tastyworks, you'll notice that there is this blue E on the uh, the chain here. And, and for the podcast listeners out there, I'll do my very best to explain it as we go. So we have several options chains to choose from here. One is one day away, the other is seven days away. The blue E separates the April 12th from the April 18th. That means the April 18th cycle is the one that contains earnings. So that's the, the, uh, the cycle that we wanna go into. And so we're gonna click on that one and it's going to change our options uh, chain here to now be the April 18th options chain with seven days till expiration. So let's take a look at this. Uh, first thing that I wanna do is change this column to Delta. Delta is our approximate probability of profit. And yeah, we're covering a lot of stuff on this episode today, but it's a lot of stuff that you need to know once you're going into earnings. This is not something you need to take lightly. You're putting money at risk here. There's a lot of things you need to know. Delta is our approximate probability of profit. Now, looking at the 143 strike here, you can see that on the call side, it's at 51, and at the put side, it's at 49. So it's essentially a 50-50 bet. Either one of these at the money strikes are gonna be in the money at expiration. Now, if they're in the money, that means the options price will grow in a, uh, a linear fashion as well as the price of the stock. What do I mean by that? It's, it, is, it doesn't grow exponentially. It doesn't go one for two or one for six or one for anything like that. But as soon as it goes in the money, it's going to grow in proportion with the price of the stock where one penny is gonna equal $1 of options value because these are basically 100 lots when you're looking at, at uh, an options contract. One options contract is worth 100 shares, okay? So with that being said, a 50-50 shot is at the 143 strike, the price of IBM is at 143.02. That makes a lot of sense, right? Now, let's say you wanna know what the expected move is for earnings. So you've gone to the, the cycle that contains earnings. Now, what is the expected move? Very easy to find that out. You go and you click sell on both the put and the call at the money strikes. So we're talking about the 143s again. We're gonna sell 143 call, sell a 143 put. We're not actually selling these, we're just getting a price. The price of that is $7.60, okay? Now you take 760 and you multiply that by 85%. So I've got my calculator on this side here, that's what I've got pulled up. So $7.60 times 
times 0.85 equals our expected move is $6.46. Let's round it up to $6.50. Now, $6.46 is not $70 like we were talking about on Chipotle, but uh, $6.46 is a move of a 4.5% move either direction, right? So either direction of IBM it's gonna potentially move as far as 4.5% from the current price or from the price just before expiration. So what's the fastest, easiest way to get to, uh, here, I'm gonna put this back in here. So 760 times 0.85 is $6.46. The fastest way to put on a trade in this case, let's say you feel that this pricing is correct and it's going to stay within that range there. The easiest, fastest way is to take the, the two option strikes you've already sold, just leave that trade on. If the options are priced like they uh, are perfectly priced, then the likelihood of that staying uh, out of the money, essentially um, expiring where you get to keep the credit here is very high. Right, we're saying that 85% of the 760 that we sold is what our expected move is. So in this case, our move is greater. I'm sorry, our our uh, profit range is greater than the expected range, and so therefore this is a great trade off the bat. But I don't like this trade. I'll tell you why. First off, when you sell naked options, you open yourself to a world of hurt. <laughs> let's say it actually moves instead of six dollars. Let's say it moves ten dollars. Right, so you've expected a $6 move, it's moved $10, that's $4 different, that's essentially a $400 loss just right off the bat, just right away. Um, now let's say that it moves both directions, right? Let's say it moves $10 this way and you put the trade on and you try to manage it and deal with that. And then all of a sudden it's moved back $10 the other way. And now you've got losses on both sides if you were closing things off, taking one leg off at a time, etc. That's not a trade I'm looking to put on. I mean, it could go $20 for all we know. But with that being said, I would, if I was looking to put on this trade, I would limit my risk, especially considering uh, these earnings moves happen just so fast. You really cannot control the move that would happen with them. So we can go $7 out. So 143, and then we, uh, the, we buy the 150 strike, and then we go to the other side here, 143 to 136. Now we've taken in a credit of $5.07, which is now less than the expected move of 646. But if you feel that IBM or any stock that you're gonna put on these trades uh, isn't going to move all that much, hey, this is a high probability way to take advantage of that. Now, what's a better trade idea? Let's take a look here. So let's look at a vertical spread. Vertical spreads are my favorite. Let's say that you feel that uh, IBM should go down in earnings. I don't know why, you just feel that way. Or you feel that, hey, it could go up $6, right? $6.46 or down to anything. And if you wanna do that, here's the trade idea for you, right? You've taken the 143, that's our current strike, and add $6 to that, you come up to the 149 strike. And with a delta of 26, that means this trade, just right off the bat, has a 75% probability of profit. It shows it right there on the Tastyworks platform, 74% probability of profit. Now your risk return is actually fairly priced here. 
74% probability of profit, $75 in max risk. That's on a $1 wide spread. So your max profit in this trade is $25, which doesn't sound like much, but you can scale this up to whatever you want to. Or let's say you want to widen out the strikes. Um, let's say you do the 148, 150. So we've gone up one. Now you've got $72, I'm sorry, 72% probably a profit, so nearly the same. Your max risk has gone up to 142, and your max profit has gone up to 58. So it's essentially double. So with that being said, anything that goes up to or below, if we're selling the 149, 150 call strikes here, or selling the 149, buying 150 uh, call credit spread, uh, anything up to that point, which encompasses your expected move here, um, that's a good trade. I like that. Now let's say you want to do it on the put side. Let's say you expect IBM to go up. Let's go to the 137, which is still uh, $6 away. And so we sell the 137, buy 136. This one, the pricing is not as good. Uh, we have a probability profit of 73% with a max loss of 79%. If you recall, I like to see those in line. So I'd like to see that closer to 75 for both the max loss and the uh, probability profit. And then your max profit on this trade is 21. Now, like I say, you can scale that up to whatever you want to. But with those two there, that's going to give you uh, one of the trades I like to, to call a, 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 it's a great probability of profit trade, right? It can go up to anything. It can go down $6, which is our expected move, or it can stay exactly where it's at. And either one of those situations is, uh, is gonna be profitable. And I like that a lot. Now, you can combine both the puts and the calls, right? When you do that, that's a four-legged options trade called an iron condor. You've sold a put spread, you've sold a call spread. You're boxing in the trade here. So by doing that, you are uh, essentially limiting how far it can go in either direction, okay? With the put spread, we could go up to anything. With the call spread, it could go down to anything. With an iron condor, you want it to stay in the range. And our expected move for the trade was $6.46. We have sold uh, two option spreads, both of them $6 away. And our probability of profit has changed quite a bit. Probability of profit has come down significantly from 75-ish percent to 49%, so basically 50%. But because of that, our risk and reward are also in line as well. Our max loss is 52. So our risk in the trade is 52, probability profit is 49. Those are pretty close. Max profit in the trade is 48. Now, like I say, you can scale that up to whatever. But this is the traditional way to trade earnings. You are able to sell both sides, both, both Mercedes's here, because they're both expensive, not just one side, but you're selling both sides. You're taking in twice the amount of credit. You're reducing the amount of risk that you have from 75-ish dollars per, per unit down to $50 per unit. Now by doing so, you're limiting the, the range that it can be in. We expect it to have a range of 646. It may actually have a range of 10. If that's the case, it's gonna go outside. This is gonna be an unprofitable trade. You can manage that different ways, but that's a different video. Uh, with that being said, this one is probably the, I wouldn't call it the best, but this is the most traditional way to uh, play earnings here. The most traditional way for an options trader to trade earnings. Uh, we want to see it stay within its expected range. And by doing so, by doing the iron condor, we're taking full advantage of that. Now, 
that's a few different ways on how to sell options for earnings. Now let's say you want to buy options for earnings, okay? I was checking this out a few minutes ago. I'm kind of excited to show you this. GG, it has earnings in 15, 13 days. So we're gonna click on GG and go into that. GG is Gold Corp Inc. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Who doesn't love gold? But Gold Corp Inc. has a expected move. Remember, you go to the at the money and it's priced at 1160. So at the money is the 1150 strikes and it has a net credit of 52. So 52 cents times 0.85 means our expected move in the trade is only 44 cents. Now let's say that we want to go 44 cents out of the money. So the 12 and the 11, right? That is an 18 cent credit, uh, 18 cent credit trade. That's not a trade I'm looking to put on, like at all, ever, for any reason. The, the amount of credit you would take in here is so low, I think personally you're taking on a significant amount of risk to do so. But let's say we want to buy it, right? So we're gonna put our two strikes at the edge of where the expected move is. So we've essentially gone one strike away from the 11.50, which is the at the money, to the 11 and the 12. And we've bought an 11 foot and we've bought a 12 call. Now doing so, uh, that is going to allow us to profit if GG goes way up or if GG goes way down. But if GG sits still where it's at, uh, it's not going to profit. However, we're only paying $18 to enter this trade. And I've done this kind of trade before. I will tell you firsthand, you put on an $18 trade. I, I remember the one that I had was $22. I think it was even in GG when I did it. Uh, this, this stock can move $2, $3 at earnings. Our expected uh, uh, change here is $0.44. Cents. It moves $3. You've got a pretty hefty winner here when you've only paid $18 to enter the trade. Right, that that three dollar move essentially is going to be a, a three hundred dollar profit on an eighteen dollar trade. That's a sizable uh, profit right there. So while their traditional method of trading earnings is to sell out of the money options, out of the money credit spreads, making it uh, either an iron condor or a one sided trade like a put spread or a call spread, you could, given the options prices, when it's priced like Hyundai's, we want to buy these things. Uh, when you come into something like this, where it's got a uh, very low implied volatility rank of 14, and it has a very low actual cost to enter the trade of $18, hey, you know what? If you feel like this is an opportunity for you to uh, make a, a trade, go long, you don't have to risk all that much, hey, this is a good place to start. So yeah, we covered a lot on today's podcast. We covered implied volatility, what that is. That's the expected move of a stock. The implied volatility rank gives you an idea of how expensive the options are priced to themselves. We covered how to look at the watch list in Tasty Trade, how to sort them, which options uh, expiration cycle to go to. Um, let's see what uh, we covered expected moves. I mean, there was a lot of stuff here. I hope you were taking notes. And if you didn't, I want you to go back and rewatch it or re-listen to it a couple times just to get ready for earnings because there's a lot and you don't want to go into earnings where you could have uh, profits happen really fast or losses happen really fast without really knowing what you're doing here. Um, we talked about putting on like a, a short straddle. We talked about an iron butterfly. We talked about vertical spreads. We talked about iron condors. We talked about long strangles like this one in GG. With that being said, there are tons of ways to profit whenever you're looking at options. 
What's the best way? Well, that's for you to decide. But I've given you all the tools, tips, and tricks that you'll need in order to get started with this. And uh, I really appreciate you watching today. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Uh, make sure you come back tomorrow for more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. I know you're a listener, but are you a watcher? Make sure you head on over to YouTube, type in 10 Minutes Stock Trader, and subscribe to the 10MinuteStockTrader.com YouTube channel. Every week, I upload all the podcasts as full videos, and that way you're getting the full 10-minute trading experience. That way you can have all the tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. Make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast app you're listening to, and leave me a five-star review if you don't mind. That would be fantastic. And whenever you're done with that, head on over to 10MinuteStockTrader.com and download the one-minute options trading quick start guide. It'll give you all the tools, tips, and tricks that I use in my own portfolio, and it never gets outdated, and it will apply to every single options trade out there. So I think it'll be pretty useful for you. And while you're there, check out the free portfolio page. That'll show you everything that I've traded over the last year in full transparency. And since you're on the website already, check out the free trading course. In this free trading course, I give you every single thing that I know and use in my own portfolio, and I definitely think it'll help you out too. And then after you're done there, head on over to tastyworks.com and sign up using the code 10minute, that's 10-M-I-N-U-T-E, and I'll send you over $150 in free 10-minute trader exclusive bonuses from 10minutestocktrader.com. And most of all, thank you so much for letting me be a part of your day. I really appreciate the fact that you and I have connected today and that you've chosen to put me inside your earbuds. That means the absolute world to me. And thank you so much for stopping by. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. TimInstockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice, tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimInstockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.